1: the lakes of minnesota all right welcome this week's edition of waking up the outdoors at outdoors dan did i say with or at i think i said at with outdoors dan how you doing this morning brought to you in part by our friends at three rivers boat and rv storage do you need some storage if you do i've got some friends over there uh in the carlisle area that will be more than happy to take care of you $60 $60 a month, one month free when you pay for a year. 12 by 50 assigned spots. 12 by twelve feet wide by 50 feet long. That's more than you will ever need for your RV, your boat, your camper, whatever. Secure gates 24-7. Security cameras. Discount for multiple spots. If you need storage, why don't you give Tracy, Dick, or Danielle a call at Three Rivers Boat and RV Storage in Carlisle at 515-822-1362. And I promise you... They will take great care of you like they do myself. Welcome to everybody on Facebook Live. I got uh, a few people watching us already this morning. You guys are on it. And uh, that's courtesy of our friends at Imperial RV Centers in good old Ankeny, Iowa. So uh, last week I was on assignment. That's a nice way for saying I I boogered out on you. And uh, I went fishing. (laughs) So I I, got to tell you. There, the good morning, Tim. Good morning, Tony. There are very few times, at least it seems for me, that I can go on a fishing trip and have the kind of success or luck. And it's luck because I'm not going to say it's skill by any means to have the kind of luck that I had. Uh, good morning, fishing Dave. Uh, good <clears throat> that I had up there with Gary up at uh, Lake Winnie, Lake Winnebago, up in Minnesota, uh, folks. I'm telling you. It was simply amazing. The boat worked great. Good morning, Jake Piker. Uh, good to see you. Uh, the fishing was phenomenal. The boat. Um, thanks. Uh, I want to thank Gary and everybody at Ray's Marine. Uh, they were great about uh, helping me get all that rigged up and got a chance to get out there and uh, do some floating. Uh, Gary and I got out there and would just tore them up. Every other, every second or third cast, I had a walleye. I, 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 I'm not. I don't think I'm exaggerating. I want to say I caught over 150 walleyes last week. I mean, it was incredible and that's not counting the perch. I was catching 10, 11 inch perch, which are nice perch, Lake perch, not, not bluegills or what we have here, but I mean, yellow perch. I mean, really nice, big perch like little footballs and man, I got to tell you, uh, I don't know how many northerns or snakes I caught, but, uh, it was just a great trip. And, um, they were, uh, they were catching, uh, we were catching them on, uh, well, let's see, kind of like a blue and yellow jig heads. Um, uh, I want to say quarter ounce. I think it, it was a quarter or 16. I can't remember. It's one of the two. I always get those muddled up. Um, and, uh, spot shiners were doing really well. Now I took some Bojangle baits with me and I, uh, that old faithful color that looks like a walleye. I was Gary and uh, Gary and Wayne and them guys were giving me trouble because they're sitting there going, "You're catching that on a rubber worm." I go, "Well, it's not a worm; it's a minnow. It's a four-inch Bojangle minnow." But he goes, "Man, you're 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 ruining our our walleye up here." I said, "Shut up." They they don't use plastics up there for some reason. They just use live minnows. And I I will I will say the minnows worked better. The 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 natural bait, the live bait did work the best. I mean, I'm not gonna not gonna say it didn't. It did. But uh, I was catching some nice fish on on those Bojangle uh, four inch minnows too. But man, it was just a great time. Uh, I want to thank Chad and his lovely wife for having me up there at the Pines Resort. Um, it's just beautiful up there, and it was it was cool. I mean, it wasn't super crowded on the lake. Um, I was out there fishing, and uh, during the day when it was sunny, I was out in eighteen to twenty feet of water, and I was just basically taking that live scope and uh, i was just kind of trolling and looking for schools of fish once i did that i hit my spot lock and i started vertical jigging and it was game on it was uh good morning james good to see you this morning it was absolutely incredible so i did if you go to my facebook uh if you go to my facebook page uh either dan young or outdoors dan i did post some pictures of the live well and um i did catch about a 27 28 inch walleye that was the biggest one um, and I was just, uh, trolling myself. I was just trolling a minnow and, uh, she smacked that one and, uh, it was great. So got to bring some meat and fish home and, uh, threw a lot of them back, but the Wally Wally's and I had a good time. And I, I got to tell you, those are very few and far between where I go up there and catch that many fish. So, you know, usually I'm happy. Good morning, Matt in Pennsylvania. My soon to be cameraman. Uh, good morning, Kent. Down here in Missouri. Jim, good morning. It, it's very few and far between when you when I can hook up that many times. And uh boy, it was just awesome. So I did find out one thing. <clears throat> I uh I, I put you know, I was telling you I put that Echo Map, that ninety three uh ninety three SV uh UHD up on the bow of my or the front of my boat. That's what I've been running my live scope on, which is really working really cool. I'm learning I'm starting to get that dialed in a little bit. I mean it's 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 cooler. You could actually watch some fish swimming, folks. I mean that's how that's how neat this thing is. It's like a video game. I mean you can sit there and you can watch the fish, individual fish. I was sitting there when I had the spot lock on. <laughs> well, you're welcome, Jim. I, I it was all luck, trust me. I had the spot lock on and I could see you can watch your jig go down into the into the screen. It's I've got a grid pattern set up on on my on my uh, on my Echo Map. And I can watch my jig go down. And I'm using braid, so the braid really shows up well on on the live scope. I got braid down with a fluorocarbon leader and I could watch my jig on the bottom and I could just take it up and I could see those fish interact with my jig. And then you could see them when they started to come up. You can watch them swim up to your jig and take it and then you just lift your rod and you got your fish. I mean it's it's Gary couldn't believe it. That is that is one of the neatest things I've ever seen in my life. It's definitely going to help me be a better fisherman person, I can tell you that. But uh I I found out the one on my console did not have lake maps. So I wasn't going that far. Good morning Alex, good to see you. Good morning Tom. Good good morning. Thank you. Uh I it, I wasn't going around the lake that far. I was just kind of going around the bend a little bit, but um, I did have, I I did have more, um, I had, con- I could make my own contours and stuff and I could, I could do my own waypoints from point A to point B and then go back. Um, but I, I'm more comfortable knowing where the channels are and stuff like that. So when I got back, I did go buy another echo map for the, for the console. So I've got a striker for sale, a Garmin striker. If anybody's interested, Andrew, you want to buy that off of me? You got a boat? You, you know, I have to get the boat first That no, stages right. here. Yeah, I'll make you a really good deal. So, I bet you will. I will. So I got that on the. I got that on my console now. So I got all the lakes in North America, I believe. So that that way, I, I hopefully I know where my channel markers and stuff. Because I don't not. I do not want to go down to like. Uh, I'm going to try and get down and go fishing with Larry and Kent and Ryan uh, down on Truman in Missouri. But there, those the trees go all the way to the top of the water down there. And I really don't want to be running around, we're not knowing where the the trees and stuff are on that on those maps. So I tear my I don't want to tear my lower unit out. But um, that was fun rigging that myself. I, it wasn't too bad. I I was I'm really not good at that stuff to be honest with you. I'm just not. So but I, it was like, okay, I got this. Then what am I going to do? And then I started looking up on YouTube, and they said you can do this. And like a like a fool, I believed them. And, uh, it wasn't too bad. I just, I, I unplugged or, uh, unscrewed the, the transducer that was on with the striker. And then at the console, I tied a, I tied a piece of rope and duct and electric taped it to, um, the, the, the transducer cord. And then I pulled it through and then I, that rope kind of fed through. So I had my rope tied it off to the steering wheel. So I didn't pull it through. Number one tip. Tied off at the steering wheel. They didn't tell me that on YouTube, but big dummy me figured that out. So uh, dang YouTube, not giving you the full truth. Yeah. They need to know that they're dealing with idiots like me. You know, they <laughs> need to make it idiot proof, you know? So I tied it off so it wouldn't go through. And, uh, and, uh, and then I went back and, um, and, and then I pulled the, the, I tied the other end to the new, the new transducer cord, ran that through and then I mounted the new transducer. Good morning, Michael. Good to see you. Uh mounted that on there and I, I, I used the clips and it wasn't that hard. That was fine. The wiring for the power cord through the console was the one. I got it all wired up. I, you would not believe how many stores I had to go through in Des Moines to find a piggyback, a male piggyback connector. I had to go to six different stores. Isn't that Crazy. First of all, I have no idea what that is. I had to call my the guys at raised Marine and say what what is this called? Well, Dan, that is a male piggyback connector. I said, "Can okay, what is that?" Well, that's what you're holding in your hand, you big dummy. You need to find that Sanford uh, Fred Sanford soundbite. It goes, "You big dummy." Uh good good morning, Charles. Good morning, uh, James. James, well, uh, send me a private message, James, or email me, and I'll I'll work that out with you. Um, I'm not gonna. I think you'd be happy with what I'm gonna ask for it. Uh, Brandon, good to see you. Catching walleyes while watching you. Great morning. Hey, good for you, man. That's awesome. So I got I got the I got all the wiring and everything up, and then I I plugged the power cord. Um, I mounted the, I mounted the new unit onto the, on the center dash. I used all the same holes, so I didn't mess anything up. And then I put the power cord in the, in the new echo map and I hit power. Nothing happened. It's like, no, I did it. I did it identically to how they did it. So I said, well, maybe I blew a fuse. So I checked my fuse. The fuse was fine. I went up to the one on the bow, turned that on. It fired right up. And my, my horn worked. My bilge worked, my live well worked, everything was fine. I said, well, something's not right. So I called my buddy downstairs, Dave, and I said, Dave, can you come over here and check out what I just did? And he did and he came over and well, what had happened was when I pulled my, my control panel off the console, um, apparently the male, the male ended piggyback connector Uh, was hooked up to the connector on the fuse on the, on the dash. And I didn't see that when I pulled it out. So Dave goes, well, what's that? And I said, I don't know. And he goes, well, here, let's, let's plug it in here. So we plugged it in there and it fired right up. So I technically did it by myself, but downstairs Dave had to come and save the day. So anyway, I'm telling you what I'm getting, I'm really getting frugal in my, in my old age. Because they, uh, it was like three hundred and fifty bucks to wire it up. They, they want it, and I'm just, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Now I did good. I got a great price on it. Those things are usually like eight hundred bucks, and uh, uh, I got, I got it for four hundred and forty dollars on sale at a local store. So, um, so I'm going to sell my other unit uh, at a really reasonable price, Jamie, J- James. I'm sorry, and uh, we'll go from there. But, uh, that's, yeah, that's the the striker units. Great. I just want lake maps. I mean, if you don't worry about lake maps, that striker units. Awesome. I mean, you got down scan, um, you got chirp on there. Um, you've got, uh, you got, uh, it's a GPS, uh, so you can make waypoints and go back and forth that way. But I just, I just was more comfortable going to lakes that I don't know that I have a lake map on. So, Hey, we got a fun show for you today. Um, uh, we're going to talk a little more walleyes, and then I've got a fishing report for you. There are two big. Good morning, Kenny Cole. Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Eric. Uh, there are we got a couple really good events happening today that I'm going to tell you about. Um, I'm also going to tell you about the Cubs. The Cubs. If you haven't heard me talk about this, I got invited to host an outdoor day at the uh, Principal Park at the iCubs game on Saturday, July 10th. If I remember right, I think it is July 10th. Um, it's going to be a big day. They're going to they're going to celebrate hunting, fishing, uh, anything outdoors. Uh, the DNR is going to be there. We're gonna, hopefully going to have some people from the National Wild Turkey Federation there. Ducks Unlimited. There'll be people set up with tables. Um, the first 500 people. Good morning, Gary. I was just bragging on you up there in Minnesota. He's calling me Captain Dan, see, because I drove the boat and stuff. But he, it was all his spots. So I can't, I can't, like I said, it was all Gary, but, uh, the Cubs are, uh, the first 500 people that come to the game is going to get a work sharp sharpener or a work sharp tool. Um, I got those on the way coming and then someone, uh, they're also going to give out 500 sportsman's warehouse hats. Now here's the thing. That's really cool. During the game. Uh, Ryan or Paul and I from respect the game TV will be on the field during the game. Well, not while they're playing, but in or in between innings, um, we're going to be giving them, uh, doing giveaways. So I've got a have gr- got a really nice brand new grizzly cooler. We're going to be giving away during the game. I've got a brand new elite bow, a thousand dollar elite bow. We're going to be giving away during the game. And if that wasn't enough, I've got a $250 gift card from sportsman's warehouse that someone at the game is going to win. So uh, three great deals right there. You're going to get uh, get some swag, either coming into the game or leaving the game. Probably do the hats. The first probably do. Now I'm going to work this all out with them. They're going to give you the shirt cannon. I don't know. They might. Hey, that I haven't even thought of that. I would love to be able to shoot this. Sh- I'm going to vie for that. Yeah, yeah I, let's do that. Yeah, I I, would, I Well, they don't do the shirt cannons though, Matt. They do a hot dog. They shoot hot dogs. Or they did. I don't know what they're doing now, but I I haven't even thought about that. But boy, that would be cool if they let me run the 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 uh, the torpedo gun. That would be awesome. I gotta talk to I gotta talk to Andrew about that. But uh, anyway, uh, we'll probably give the first five hundred people in hats. Um, I told Sportsmans what I thought would be kind of cool is that if you you know either give a uh, give them a choice of a hat or a fishing towel, you know, because to me I've got a lot of hats but I don't have a lot of fishing towels. So uh, maybe they'll send 250 fishing towels and 250 hats. I got to see what they're going to send. But I thought that would be kind of cool either way. But no, it's going to be fun. July 10th. Now there's tickets are available. You can do group tickets. Uh, just join. Glad to hear Garmin works. Hope you, we helped a bit. Oh, Eric, it's my buddy, Eric from raised Marine. Eric, you guys helped a lot, man. You didn't mean to confuse me at all. You guys did great, and uh, thanks for helping me with uh with the. I told everybody how you were about telling me about that May, I'll never forget that as long as I live. Now, a male ended piggyback connector. There you go. Good morning, clue patch. Um, but uh, Eric, thanks, buddy. Uh, Raised marine man. If you guys if you guys ever need anything, uh, like I said, he saved me over five thousand dollars, five 000, six thousand dollars on that boat, brand new boat. And, uh, those guys, I mean, he threw a, I mean, he gave me so much stuff. It was ridiculous. So they're good folks. That's the second boat I bought from them guys. So, uh, let's see what else, uh, what else? Oh, the hot dog gun. Yeah, that would be fun, but, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun on July 10th. So make sure you buy tickets for that. If you're in town, uh, and if you love the outdoors, it's going to be a great time for you, uh, to come out there and celebrate the ball game and, uh, and the outdoors. So. Yeah, and you get a chance to meet Ryan and Paul. Uh hopefully Ryan and Paul are going to be there from Respect the Game TV and uh and uh, I know Ryan and Paul would be happy to visit with you. So, hey, now listen to this. At, uh Andrew and I were kind of walking around the station or the the, the the stadium and uh you too, buddy. Eric, thank you, bud. I appreciate it. Uh how would you like to have a 3D shoot inside Principal Park? Huh? Um, they're thinking about maybe having one this fall. And I thought, you know, they said, when would we do that? And I said, you know, late August or September would be awesome. You know, we could do it as a hunter warm-up, but that'd be kind of cool to go shoot your bow inside Principal Park, wouldn't it? And have a 3D course in there. Uh, you know, shoot on the field. So we're we're looking at maybe doing that that uh later this fall. I'll let you know as soon as we get that going. Hey, it's 719 and some change. Let me take a real quick break. When we come back, I'm gonna tell you about these two special events going on today. And then we'll get into the fishing report. And uh, we got a really special guest at 8 o'clock. Rob Taylor, our buddy Rob Taylor from Revelton, is going to be joining us with his wife, Christy. And him and Christy are going to tell us about Revelton down in Osceola. And uh, I'm excited about that. I was at Central Standard Restaurant uh, picking up some gift cards. We're going to be giving away some of those here in a few weeks. Oh, speaking of giveaways for today, trivia. I got them in, finally. The Camp Right camping Table Trays. Some, we're going to give one of these away today. These things rock, man. If, we're, if, you're out, if you're out hunting in your ground blind or if you're out tailgating or if you're out uh, you know, just camping or whatever, man, you can put your laptop on there. You can put your food on there. You can play card. You can do whatever you want. These things rock. So we're going to give one of those away and a beautiful WorkSharp sharpener today. So anyway, let me hit a real quick break. We'll be right back on 1350. Oh, hey, before I go... I can't. I probably shouldn't say anything right now, but there is a very, very good chance you're going to be able to listen to this show uh, uh, simulcasted on a brand new station. So uh, that almost that covers a large part of Iowa. So I'll let you know as soon as I get the green light on this. But there's a good chance we're going to be airing not only here on 1350 ASPN on Saturdays, but there is a good chance we might be on another station at the same time. So that way you can uh, drive, if you're driving around, you never have to worry about losing us at all. So anyway, we'll be right back on 1350 ESPN.
2: This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader, 1350 ESPN. All right, welcome back to Looking Up the Outdoors
1: at Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday. All across the good old U.S. of A. So a lot of pop, we had to move that. A lot of pop is going to be on October 19th. We're going to be doing the live show out at a lot of pop. So we'll have a lot of pop popcorn to give away. Good morning, Nate. Good to see you. Uh, I, Arley, and I are excited about that. A lot of pop. A lot of pop popcorn, Nankini. Good popcorn. Ken says he put four cameras out already. Good for you, Ken. You're ahead of me, buddy. Alex says my cameras never came. Never g- came out. Get some good pictures already. My cameras... Alex, did you get them out? I don't know. I don't understand that. Um, anyway, I, I am going to try and start putting some mock scrapes out. Um, I just got to get some pure tail stuff in. And as soon as I do, I am going to scrape, 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 and uh, put some cameras out and get my get my Tacticam reveals going. And our Ankeny Ikes machine gun shoot this weekend. There you go, Ken Cole. Uh, let's see... Yes, deer scrape all year round. You know, cameras stay out all year. Alex says, "There you go, Al. man." You could. I like to see your battery account. You got solars, Alex, or you running? You running rechargeables, or just straight lithiums, or what? That's 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 a lot of batteries, man. Well, it could be. So, uh, sponsor of the week is Advanced Family Dentistry, Doctor Scott Obi Wan Kenobi Yagi, and the reason I he is the sponsor of the week again. Michael says cameras going out this weekend, probably tomorrow. There you go, Michael. That's a, see that. I mean, it's it's that time, man. It's it's uh, July, August, September. We're we're only a few months. We're only what? What is that? Thirteen weeks. Thirteen weeks away. It's it's that time. Uh, Advanced Family Dentistry. Doctor Scott one Kanaby was kind enough to buy a hunt and then donate it to the uh, Lacy the Lacey, uh, the Lacey uh, fundraising deal we're doing with the Milo locker Lacey of course is one of the one of the the family there at the Milo locker and uh, she's had some really serious health issues young lady uh, just had another baby uh, and her her and her husband and the the kids need some help so today's the big day um, hang on good morning and have fun with Naviotics. thanks Gary I appreciate that I need I do I like to have fun with those. Tony said he got his cameras out on the food plot, so there you go, Tom. Uh, today, today is the big, uh, the big uh, pulled pork deal that they're giving away. So if you go by uh, the Milo Locker today at four o'clock, from four to six or four to seven, I think it is, um, they're going to be doing a uh, giving away pulled pork sandwiches. For, with a uh, the only thing they're they're free, they're going to do a. Um, a free will donation to do a fundraiser for Lacey and her family. Now they're also doing a big auction. Now, Dr. Yagi bought a $3,500 whitetail hunt. Watch out for ticks. They're going to be bad down. uh... Yeah, James, I'll be at the locker. I'll be at the Milo locker today at three o'clock, three o'clock. I'll be down there. So come out and say, hi, I'll be out there. The reason I got to be there at three um, is I've got to do another event at uh, 5. So I've, I've got to get back to Des Moines for this other event I'm going to tell you about. But I will be at the Model Locker today at 3 o'clock. So come on, I'll be the, the one looking like the grumpy old guy. The grumpy old guy in the game hide hat or something. Trust me. I'll be easy to find. Trust me. Um, They're going to be doing this. They're doing this big auction right now. It's at P-U-T-N-E-Y, putneyauction.com. Thank you so much for the elk sticks from Milo Locker. They are great. Gary Peck, they are great. They're almost as good as you are, buddy. I'm telling you, are more than welcome, buddy. Thanks for all the walleye help. Uh, what's the website, the bid? I just, just gave that out, Clue Patch. It's putneyauction.com. And just look up Lacey Murdoch uh, auction, Lacey Murdoch online benefit auction. So putneyauction.com, P U T n e y a u c t i o n dot com. So, Doctor Scott Obi-Wan Kenobi Yegi from Advanced Family Dentistry bought a thirty five hundred dollar whitetail archery whitetail hunt to trophies or to Triple H Outfitters. Uh, my buddy Donovan, and uh, this is going to be for next year because you, it's too late to get in a draw this year. Okay, the draw has already happened. Good morning, Rick Johnson. Good morning, Mountain Man. How are you doing, buddy? Um. So. Right now, the minimum bid on it is $1,500. Nobody's bid on it yet. You can get a $3,500 hunt for $1,500 right now, unless somebody out puts another bid on you once you do it. I, I'm telling you right now, if I didn't already hunt out there, I'd be bidding on that because you got great deer. You got great people out there. Donovan and Hilly and Connie um, and all the guys out there are just super nice people. Connie's one of the best camp cooks in the country, so you're going to eat well. You've got great lodging. It's beautiful out there. Donovan takes care of everything for you, and you got a chance to to shoot some really nice whitetails out there. I mean, that's why I go there every year to film the TV show. So if you go to PutneyAuction.com, you can do that right now, and just uh, you sign up, you give them a credit card. Now, here's the thing, though. They're not going to charge your credit card. Whoever wins the bid you're going to go to the Milo locker and write a checkout to Lacey and her family. So they're doing it that way. So you, they're not going to charge your credit card. Okay. But, uh, they've got, they've got a ton of stuff on there. They got quilts, they got knives, they got culinary sets. Uh, they got flowers, they got pies, they got Milo locker processing, uh, gifts. They've got crosses jewelry. They've got, uh, um, I've got two of my bows on there. I've got an Elite Encore, which is the brand new flagship bow for Elite this year. That's what I used on the TV show for turkey season. So that's only got a few hundred shots in it. And that was on that'll be on national TV. Um, and then I've got my Elite Cure, which is what I killed my elk with in Colorado. That's already aired on national TV. So whoever gets my bows, they got a bow that's been on national TV, huh? How many people can say that? And you got a great bow. They both have the set technology on it. You can adjust it to any draw length. They're 60-pound right-hand bows, but they'll go from, a, what is it, a 20, uh, what is it, 20, is it a 24, 25-inch draw to all the way to 30. So and my, and my so you're good. I mean, that'll fit pretty much anybody. And you don't, I, I, I shot my elk with 60 pounds, and I buried my arrow all the way to the fletchings. So you don't need to be pulling 70, 80 pounds, folks. Trust me. Good morning, Dan. Maybe I'll see you at the benefit today. There you go, John. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Stu. Can I get your autograph? No clue, Patch. You cannot get my autograph. Why does he always got to give me trouble? All right. So, anyway, that's, uh, that's uh, that's the Lacey benefit going on the Milo Locker. Go down the Milo Locker. You can, you know... Five bucks, throw five bucks in the hat. You know, you can get some pulled pork sandwiches and some other great stuff. Um, and it's going to go to a great cause um, uh, or bid on some stuff on the auction. Will you do that for? Uh, I they're, they're super nice. The Milo Locker does a lot of things for a lot of people that they do not tell anybody about. But I'm telling you, they've been personal friends of mine. They're like family to me. They've been helping me for 17, 18 years. All right. And you would be shocked what they do for people in the communities. It's amazing. They give back as much as they get. So if you want to help out some nice Iowa folks, this is a great chance for you to do that. So that's, I will be there at three o'clock. If you want to come by and say hi and, and uh, talk a little hunting or fishing, I'd love to, I'd love to see you. I'll be there. Me and the, me and the red arrow. Well, my truck will be there. Just look for a truck that says arrow one and uh, you'll, you'll find me pretty easy. All right, the other event that is today that I've got to be at at 5 o'clock is the Giving Back Outdoors event. Now, what Giving Back Outdoors is, this is an event that takes uh, uh, mobility-impaired veterans, people, veterans that can't walk, that are in wheel track chairs, um, uh, they have lost limbs, um, they, they just have a hard time getting around jeremy and his crew they take these folks out hunting and fishing they take them out doing outdoor adventure stuff jeremy quit his job just to do this full time to give back to our veteran community and to to other to kids with disabilities that are mobility challenged now is that not does that not tug at your heart does that not make your your heart feel a little good right there um, that, that event, they're going to have a big prime rib dinner tonight at, uh, the old seven flags. I think it's called the horizon event center doors open at five o'clock for that. They've got a country music singer. Uh, that's, they're going to be there. That is a purple heart award winner. He is a veteran. Um, and, uh, you know, actually I think I got that gentleman's name. Hang on. I do believe that I, did I save that information? Uh, it's Matt something I did. You know what? I didn't. So, um, but they're going to have a whole bunch of other things going on. They've got uh, a ton of workshop sharpening, uh, giveaways there. The uh, workshops was kind of Kyle and uh, Josh and everybody it was nice enough to send us a bunch of stuff down there. Uh, prime rib dinner. Now who doesn't like prime rib? Huh? So that event starts at uh, five o'clock today at the horizon event center. Go, go down there and come out and say, hi, I'll be there. I should be there by five, five o'clock. Um, and then, uh, I got my buddy Dave Jones and some other folks coming too. So we'll have a, we'll have a fun time there for tonight and help, uh, do some good for a lot of good people. How about that? So that's the two big things going on, uh, right there. But yeah, uh, hopefully I'll see you either at Milo at three, uh, the, 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 the food and stuff starts at four o'clock. So if you want to come out and eat and you're going to be hungry, I'll try and hang out till at least, uh. 3:45, 3:50, 3:45, 3:50, and then I'm gonna probably get back so I can get make sure I have enough time to get back to Des Moines and out to West Des Moines and make sure I'm there for that event. So, good morning, Doctor Don. How you doing there, buddy? Hey, I was just talking about some uh, about you to somebody yesterday. You're gonna be getting a call from a gentleman named Chris Roloff. Okay, um, he might want you to do a show. Yeah, I told him you would be really good on doing your own show, the Doctor Don show. I'm telling you what, that's a winner right there. The Dr. Don Gilbert Show. Dr. Don. Easy rolls off the tongue. Why not? Well, he's so good. He's I mean, so he's good. knowledgeable. He's, he's got an answer for people. You know, He's he's good about giving hope in, in situations. That would be a good show. I mean, just having him on here when we do. We get a lot of emails and thank yous for having him on. Oh, yeah. So I think have him having his own show would be a good deal. I've been actually telling him that for a couple of years now. So... All right, 737 and some change. Let me take a real quick break. We'll come back. We'll talk a little fishing reports uh, right here on 1350 ESPN.
3: You're listening to Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Come
2: give me a kiss. Put me on the cover of the Rolling stone uptown, down.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Stand on 1350 ESPN. My buddy Matt, he's going motorcycle riding. He's going to come out to Montana with me and help me film the TV show. So he goes, I'll see you later. I'm going to go for a motorcycle ride. And I said, hey, you're grounded. No motorcycle ride until we get back from Montana. He goes, I don't think so, Tim. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. You be that way, buddy. Just remember, if you get in, if you get in a wreck... You're going. I don't care if you have to get out there in a walker. <laughs> you big yeah, absolutely. So uh, I think I'm all caught up. I think we're good. Yeah. So uh, thanks to Go Dr. Yegi. Thanks for Dr. Yegi for helping with that hunt today. And uh, thanks for everybody for giving back outdoors. So uh, fishing report brought to you by the fine folks at Sportsman's... Donovan, Donovan, Donovan hewell Donovan Triple H Outfitters is watching us on Facebook Live right now. Good morning, Dano. Good morning, Donovan. Yeah, hey, they're gonna they're auctioning off your hunt this week, bud. Some you're gonna get another happy customer heading to Kansas next year. Arrowhead Lake, uh, the crappie bite is fair. Minnows on a smog jig, Fished in deeper water near structure. Gills looking good. Uh, gills are nesting along the shore in areas two to six feet deep. Largemouth bass are good. Variety bass baits along weed edges are producing fish at Arrowhead. Blackhawk water temperature is about eighty degrees. Lake level is about seven inches below crest on the spillway. Crappie bite is fair. Crappie are being picked up along the shore, uh, shore of the ice house point near woody structure from the fish house. Gills are slow, walleye are fair. Walleye bite is slowed up with the heat. Use a twister tail thrown from shore or a leech or a live minnow fish under a bobber along the ice house point uh north shore or along the outlet uh brown's lake the walleye bite is fair anglers are catching walleys from the new fishing pier with a live minnow under a bobber try slow trolling a spinner bait with a minnow as well brushy creek the yellow perch bite is fair small jigs with a crawler or minnow under a bobber uh shore or drifting near structure in 10 to 15 feet of water if you're if you're going fishing for walleyes um and during the day i would tell you deeper is probably better uh, use a live minnow or leech near a rock or woody structure. Bass bite is fair along the weed lines. Crawford Creek improw- uh, impoundment. Water temperature is in the 70s. Water clarity is around 15 feet. Gills are good. Nine inches all- are on their nest. Along shore in one to four feet of water. Large mouth bass bite is fair. Moorhead, Pork- Moorhead Park Pond. Water clarity is around nine feet. The gills are good in nesting. Uh, fish are about seven to eight inches. Storm Lake. Water temperatures in the upper 70s. Water clarity is about eight feet. If you're fishing from shore or after dusk, or low light conditions may be the best. Offshore bite for walleye and white bass has picked up. Channel catfish bite is good. Walleys are good. Fishing near, been productive in the main lake at all times of the day along shores after dusk. Try trolling crankbaits or spinners uh, with crawlers along the dredge cuts. I'm telling you right now, if you're going to back troll or troll shad wraps or rapulas, Um, make sure if you're going to use braid, I use six pound braid and then I use the fluorocarbon leader. Okay. So the fluorocarbon leader do tile double uni knot tie that together. And, uh, that that's what I'm going to do. If I'm going to be doing any type of trolling for wallies, that's what I'm going to, that's my setup right there. That works pretty well. Uh, Swan Lake water temperatures in the 80 degree line. Water clarity is around two feet. Gills are good. Seven, eight inch fish being, uh, sorted. Small jigs fished under a bobber. Black crappie bite is fair. Bass are fair. Briggs, Woods, Lake, water temperatures in the low 70s. Gills are good. Largemouth bass are fair. Clear lake water temperatures in the lower eighties. Gills are good. Small piece of crawler under a bobber is producing fish around vegetation. Wallies use a jig tipped with a minnow or crawler near vegetation on the north shore. Also try slip bobber fishing on a leech um, on the reef on the rock reefs. Shore anglers have success using minnows uh, best bite is early morning as as we get into July you know what I'm going to do I'm actually going to take a drop shot and put that down at the bottom and then I'm about three four feet up I'm going to put a single hook or I'm going to put um, I'm going to put a jig head right there uh, a smaller jig head than the drop shot I'm using and that's what I'm going to use uh, when I get into uh, some walleye bites. I'm going to try and do that this year. I saw that on in, in Fisherman a couple weeks ago, and they were really doing well with that. So that's something I'm going to try there. Crystal Lake, the crappie bite is fair. Gills are fair. Large mouth or uh, bass bite is fair. Lake Smith anglers are catching crappies and gills along the shoreline rocks. Black crappie bite is fair. Lower Pine Lake: The bass bite is good, vir- biting on a variety of different baits. Try fishing near the woody habitat. Gills are good. Uh, piece of crawler under a bobber is producing the best bite. Upper Pine Lake: Crappie bite is fair. Gills are good. East Ogaboji: The water temperature is seventy-nine degrees. Curly leaf pond wa- pondweed has started to die back, allowing for easier fishing and promoting native aquatic vegetation to grow. Leeches or worms with a slip bobber are a simple way to get some success for kids out there fishing. Uh, try to set up in eight feet of water or less. The crappie bite is fair. Fishing close to docks or hoists. Trolling weed lines has been successful for many anglers. The uh, bluegill bite starting to make beds in the shallows. Pumpkin seeds, uh, they're around most of the docks. They're, they're doing good on worm bites right there. Lost Island Lake anglers uh, have a consistent success with yellow perch and a few other species this spring. Uh, Minnewashita Lake. Pan fishing has been good for trolling the weed lines. Crappie bite and gills are fair. Silver Lake, the walleye bite is starting to heat up a little bit. Spirit Lake has started, a green, uh, started to green up significantly due to algae bloom. The walleye bite has been hit or miss most nights. The day bite has been poor. West Okoboji Lake, water temperature is 75 degrees. The gill bite is fair. Crappie are fair. Day bite, trolling for walleye in the area has been very slow. The panfish, perch bite has been very good. Uh, Three Mile Lake. Courtesy docks are installed on the main boat ramp. Gills are fair. Jigs fish along the weed line or creek channels in the flooded timber to catch bluegills up to eight and a half inches. Bass bite has been fair. 18 inches with jigs. Fish near to cedar tree, brush piles, or rocky shorelines. Walleye bite is slow, but nightcrawlers or leeches have produce the best eye bite there. Uh, 12 mile. Uh, let's see. 12 mile big. The bluegill bite is fair. Jigs fish along the weed line or creek channels. Large mouth bass have been caught up to 21 inches. Use jigs to fish near the uh, cedar tree, brush piles, or rocky shorelines. Big Creek, the walleye bite is fair. Try jigging or trolling crawler or leeches near the marina around the beach. East boat ramp and the west boat ramp, uh, bay, crappie bite, fair. Try casting jigs uh, with live minnows in 5 to 15 feet of water. Best bite early morning or just before dark. So there you go. That's the Sportsman's Warehouse Fishing Report. Let me take another quick break, and I'll be right back.
2: It's Outdoors Dan on 1350 ESPN. Sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tumbling is done, we'll take a leave and go.
1: What in the world is that from? That's a, a spinoff of uh, one of your favorite songs you used to you used to love to play. I thought you might get it. It's Nathan <laughs> Evans. It's more of like a shanty kind of song. Oh, like uh, is that uh what was that boondock? Yep, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So a, is that a lead-in for it? Well, no, it's it's a kind of a spinoff. The guy worked around that and he kind of went on his own track, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's kind of a. Kind of an oh she shanty uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh Arr that yeah. be a good song there you yeah. play andrew arr, arr there you go uh let's see uh Two four four thirteen fifty. if you want to call in. Uh let's see. Da-da-da-da-da. I told you that. I told you that I told you that. I think we're good. Uh, when is oh the the Milo Locker thing is today? It starts at four. I will be there at three, Stu. So come on out and say hi. Uh, but the 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 barbecue giveaways and all that will start at four o'clock. Do we have a call? Tony, Tony, what's up? Yeah, go ahead. What's up, Tony? Tony. Yeah. What's up? I want to ask you about a gun. Yeah. Okay, it's called the 350
2: Legend. Yeah. Yeah, uh, are they, are they going to make it for you to use it during the muzzleloader season?
1: You know, Tony, I'm not for sure on that, to be honest with you. I tell you, call the guys at JLM Guns and ask them. Ask for Dave or, or uh, Ken, and they'll be able to tell you that, okay?
0: Yeah, uh, Well, I also got a disability,
1: too. Yeah, well, that's all right. But I, I just don't know the regs on that yet, and I don't have that in front of me, so I don't want to tell you wrong. So call JLM guns and ask them that and they'll know right away, okay?
2: Okay.
1: All right, buddy. Thank you.
2: Does it sound like they're gonna change it? I
1: have I haven't heard yet, Tone. I haven't heard. Okay?
2: All right.
1: All right, thank thanks. You. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you listening. Bye. There there goes Tony. All right. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten anything from the DNR on any reg changes yet. Uh, I haven't seen anything. Um, I would assume was we get into July is when we start getting the rule changes and stuff. So I should know more about all that stuff here in a couple of weeks. It won't be that long. So Because what is today, the 12th, June 12th? So uh, I would say another about another three or four weeks, I'll have more information about the fall hunting seasons and any kind of rule changes and stuff like that. So, I'm looking forward to it, man. I'll be I'll be in I can't believe it. Uh, 10 I think 10 11 weeks I'll be in Montana hunting already. It's it's coming way too quickly. I, I can tell you that. <sighs> nice nice sip of Dunn's Brothers coffee. All right, we'll be right back with Rob and Christy from Revelton the story down there in Osceola. You want to hear about a good success story? This is a great story. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN.
2: This is Outdoors Dan on Des Moines Sports Leader,
3: 1350
1: ESPN. All right, welcome back to hour number two. Hour number two is brought to you by the fine folks at Elite Archery. Have you taken the shootability challenge yet? If you haven't, I would encourage you to go to your nearest elite retailer like Archery Field & Sports in Altoona or Sportsman's Warehouse in Ankeny and try to take the elite challenge, and uh, you'll understand what I'm talking about. You get to pull that bow back, and once you get that bull, full, that compound bow back to its full draw, you're going to be able to aim and hold that bow comfortably without fatigue, and that's the more, one of the most important things about being a successful archer is being able to hold and aim and, and put that arrow where you need to go not only that, made in a good old US of A and lifetime warranties. The lead Archery, uh, that new SET technology, it's a game changer. You're going to be able to tune broadheads better than you've ever had with any other bow in your life. Uh, that's the S SET, set Tech, which stands for a Simplified Exact Tuning. And I love them. Uh, I can take it out of the box have it tuned in like four shots without a bow press. That's how good the Elite Bows are now. So go check them out, and you'll understand what I am talking about. All right, we got uh, some really nice people up on uh, right now as guests. Uh, Rob and his wife, uh, beautiful wife, Christy. She's just a beautiful person because she makes people feel better all the time. And uh, they are with Revelton Distillery, and uh, they are on the line right now. How you doing, guys? We're
2: doing great, Dan. How
1: are you this morning? We're good. Is Christy there?
0: I am. Good
1: morning. How are you oh.
0: doing? How are you doing, Doc? Fantastic, thanks.
1: See, I can call you that because see they drove me nuts in the military. That's what they used to call me because I was a corpsman. Hey Doc. Hey Doc. I hated it. <laughs> I felt like a rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. It
0: happens sometimes. Yeah. Actually, uh yeah.
1: Well, I'm excited to get you guys on there. Rob uh, and, you know, Christy, I just, I met you for the first time uh, last year and uh, I've known Rob for a while. Rob and I have been Facebook friends for a a long, pretty good, pretty good run. And Rob, I've always just uh, really appreciated your post and uh, your service to the community. I mean, you did, you did some great stuff in the legislature and uh, I was so excited for you because you've been, you guys have been working on this for a long time. Um, we have. Yeah. What is it? What was it? Seven years?
2: I'm going to say yes. Uh, It was an idea uh, longer than that, but yeah, we've, we've been actively working on it between the next, the last uh, six to seven years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's what my pea brain was trying to remember. And, you know, having Christy there having, you know, you know, with her and her busy schedule uh, and she's out there helping people in the community every day as well. And having you guys both, to uh, to come together to, to realize this dream, you gotta be so happy with yourself I mean you, what a beautiful place.
0: Well, thank you so much. Um, we really tried to create an environment for people where they could come and relax and enjoy and just you know truly find a beautiful place to come and call it their home away from home and have a good spirit and good time at this all in one.
1: Uh, well, you, you've you achieved, mission accomplished, because I, I get nothing but compliments when I talk about you guys. Um, if I talk about the distillery, when I get people to go down there, um, I've, I've had not one negative comment. Everything has just been like, gosh, we were blown away how beautiful that place is. And you're not even finished yet. I mean, you, you got, you're still tweaking and doing stuff uh, that people are, they're going to really be blown away once you get everything done. And I'm talking. Yep. About, I'm talking about out back. But um, the I'm, you guys should be very, very proud of all your help with all of you guys. That, what a team effort! Um, but you know, let's talk about the story. How did this all come about?
0: Rob and I started going down to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail way back in 2012. Um, we started going to the Kentucky Bourbon Festival and going to all these fantastic distilleries and really fell in love with it, uh, with bourbon and whiskey and the tasting experience and, and found that we really loved these other distillers and that they weren't, frankly, much different than us, but that's just what they did for a living. Um, and uh, we were lucky enough to have some people we knew down in Kentucky who were fellow distillers that encouraged us to, you know, you ought to do this in Iowa because this is where you guys grow the best corn.
2: Yeah, it was pointed out, it was pointed out to us that, uh, you know, Iowa, of course, we knew it already, but thinking it from a different fashion that Iowa's the corn capital of the world and uh, we get to thinking to ourselves, well, for the corn capital of the world, why in the heck aren't we making the the world's best uh, bourbons and whiskeys here in Iowa?
1: Yeah. Well, I I think you guys have totally made a home run. I mean, you've been open less than a year, right?
2: Yeah, well, actually uh, six months. Six. And, yeah. Six. Uh, yeah. And it's really been a grassroots effort.
1: Yeah, I you, I've never seen that kind of explosion from someone that started out. I mean, you guys are in, you guys are in most of the, the, mar, uh, the grocery retailers already. You're in, we are. I, I don't know how many restaurants I've seen you guys, your product. And I was just, a, I was just at central standard, uh, yesterday or the day before. And Jen out there told me that they cannot believe how many people are asking for Revelton now. And take a guess what the number one seller at, at central standard is you two.
2: Oh my gosh, um, it's it's hard to say. Uh, Could be the mulberry probably the mulberry gin or the whiskey and cream liqueur.
1: Well, did did Christy say that mulberry gin first? She did. Ding, 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 ding. You're right on it because that's that's exactly what she said. That's their that's their number one seller, and I I love the honey whiskey. I you know if I want to have a, a celebration, if I'm going to have a revelton moment, I like the honey whiskey myself, and not only that. For everybody out there that loves the barbecue or smoke uh, your your proteins, that honey whiskey guys is a great way to glaze your meats, man. I th- that yeah. flavor profile you get off of that is is awesome.
2: I'm I'm with you, Dan. Uh, we've uh, that honey whiskey was uh, a, a collaboration between my wife and I, and uh, uh, it's been used uh, from from being able to drink it neat uh, to drink it on the rocks. To make it an old-fashioned, and then about always uh, oh, about two months ago, we've got some uh, chef friends at the Iowa <clears throat> at the Iowa Culinary Institute up at DMac, and uh, one of our chef friends, uh, Chef Luttrell, started marinating pork bellies with that honey whiskey, and then um, and then going to, going to market with it. In the bistro during their lunch hour, and people absolutely went wild over it. It was phenomenal.
1: Oh, it's it's amazing on ribs. It's also great. Uh, you know, you've everybody's heard of beer can chicken, right? You take that honey whiskey and you glaze your your uh, roasting birds and throw that on the grill or the smoker. That that thing rocks.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Have you had an opportunity to try our latest product, our Revels and Shine, that we just released about a week and a half ago?
1: I have not. And uh, is that the one? Is that the one that you guys were doing for uh, for uh, in the purple th- in the purple deal?
2: Uh, no, actually, it's a silver and black label, and it's our uh, eighty proof uh, white unaged whiskey. So it's our bourbon mash bill um, that we only age in a barrel overnight because the federal government requires that for us to be able. to. Be called a whiskey, okay, and then um, and then released it. And then Christy's doing some amazing things in the tasting room uh, with that right now. Uh, and actually, I'll let her talk about that.
0: Right. So it's unaged whiskey, otherwise known as moonshine, and we think we uh, cleverly call it Rebelton Shine. Uh, and it, it makes some just fantastic cocktails. It's very versatile, almost like a vodka in that sense.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I had not heard about that. So you know, shame on you for not telling me about that, Rob.
2: I know. It's all my fault.
1: <laughs> well, what was the deal with the purple the purple uh, containers and stuff? What, it was like something for Prince or something? Wasn't that you?
2: It was, actually. And uh, so our good friend Christopher Meharry, uh, who does some photography for us and just about everybody else in central and southern Iowa, uh, went to a, a Prince birthday party because uh, Prince's birthday was, I think, uh, June 7th, last Monday, if I recall. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we ran a batch of our uh, Re- Revelton Mulberry gin as a tribute to Prince, and uh, we always joke down in the bottling room that if the bottles don't line up with the uh, uh, w- with the, the four nozzles that fill our bottles, that we end up with uh, the purple rain uh, all over me when we're bottling. So, okay, uh, As a tribute to that, we, we ran a special batch of uh, our mulberry gin uh, and had about six volunteers last saturday and just absolutely rocked it so um that's the purple that's the purple rain
1: all right do you if you got one of those save one of those for me because my wife jen loves that's she loves prince that's one of her favorite musicians so i need to get one for her dumb deal yeah please do that for me she'd love that i'll get that for her birthday or something but you know you you guys um i and and rob you you've known me for a long time like we said i i'm not a big uh, I'm I'm not a teetotaler. I'll have a beer once in a while or I'll have a cocktail. Um, especially if I, you know, if I get a nice buck or if I, you know, if I catch a nice fish when I get home, a whiskey sour, or, you know, an old fashioned there, you know, I, I enjoy that once in a while, but you know, I, I don't drink a lot, but I got to tell you, I have never that the honey whiskey and the mulberry gin, uh, the whiskey and cream. We need to talk about that, that whiskey and cream. You can do some really neat deals with that, Christy.
0: Yeah, you know it's uh, it's very versatile. It's a it's a cream based liqueur, and then we we take the base of it as a three year old whiskey. So it's a three year old Iowa corn whiskey, and then we add cream and chocolate and caramel, and it's just this uh, absolutely decadent, delicious dessert like drink. And you can drink it neat or just on the rocks. But then we do uh, fun things with it, like. Uh, we make cocktails out of it. We make mudslides now that it's summer. Mm-hmm. So we're making whiskey cream liqueur mudslides with it, yeah. um, which yeah. are just fantastic when it's nice and hot out. Um, and then a lot of people, frankly, use it in the morning and just put it in their coffee. Um, I-, I can't put it in my coffee and go to work, <laughs> but, but a lot of other people can.
2: Yeah, you know, the other thing about that that whiskey and cream, uh, Dan, and a lot of people don't know this, uh, we actually use a soy-based uh, cream in that whiskey and cream liqueur uh, for uh, one main purpose, to make sure that it's shelf-stable after you open it a- at room temperature. So one of the byproducts of that is we have a lot of, of people that are sipping on our whiskey and cream liqueur now that are lactose intolerant and say this is something that they can can drink and it doesn't give them problems.
1: So, right.
2: Now, of course... My wife's poking me in the arm here. You should still seek your medical professional and see if that is something that um, no, that that it, that they can consume. But it, it's been all good. So we've had a huge uh, uh, movement in the lactose intolerant community saying, "Hey, this is something that tastes like milk that I can drink that doesn't get to me."
1: Yeah. Well, I, I actually don't, I when Jen and I go out, I'll have a mudslide with her, uh, uh, but. She, uh, she loves the mulberry gin. That's one of her favorites. And you guys, if I remember correctly, um, didn't, didn't one of, uh, one of the best uh, restauranters of Iowa tell you that was the best gin he ever had in his life of anywhere.
0: You know what? We were real blessed. Um, uh, George Fermaro, who is a fantastic chef and restaurant owner, very well loved in Des Moines, mm-hmm. has some amazing restaurants, Centro and others. Uh, He was down, he and his family, and uh, he liked mulberry gin, but it was just our American gin, just our our standard American gin. Um, He said it's the best gin he's ever tasted, and that I was allowed to quote him on that. So, I am.
1: Yeah. Well, no, I think that's a great endorsement. Now, one thing that we have not talked about (laughs) that I think rocks, and you guys have it right down there, um, is your honey. and. You guys have four, uh, Rob, is it four different hives going? Is that right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right now we do. Uh, yeah. we, we've had as upwards of 30 hives at any given time, but yeah, four hives right now is what we're, <laughs> what we're down to.
1: I brought, I brought four jars of honey home folks and Jen was using it for, for grilling and, uh, just, you know, just some of her cooking stuff. She went through all four of those. Like I, it was like, it seemed like a week. I mean, she was she was coating and basting and doing everything with that stuff. That's some of the best tasting honey, guys, I've ever had in my life. And if you like to smoke or grill, you, I can't think of anything. If uh, you know uh, whether it's chicken wings, whether it's your ribs, whether it's your you know any kind of pork product, uh, your your salmon, um, you can smoke salmon with that as a glaze. I mean, there's a lot of different things, but I don't know how you get each honey to taste different. I guess it's the bees or what the bees are getting the pollen from, huh?
0: It's all where those hives are located. Uh, Whatever field they're around, they'll pick up the pollen and the nectar from the flowers of whatever they're around. So if they're around a clover field, that's how you get clover honey, for example. Mm -hmm. If they're just kind of in an area with a lot of different things, that's kind of like a wildflower. So. Um, it's wherever you have those hives located in the 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 flora and fauna that are available to the bees that's the flavors that's going to pick up and create that unique tasting honey yeah uh, and it,
2: uh, at the height of our before we started the distillery, of course uh you know we had uh anywhere from thirty to forty hives all over central and southern Iowa, but quite honestly, now that we are so darn busy with the uh, the distillery side of it um I keep my beekeeping to a minimum right now, so we can focus on the distillery. But we've put, we've partnered with a couple of friends of ours down in Southern Iowa. Scott Kent, uh, who is in charge of the Southern Iowa Beekeepers, uh, will bring us uh, overages of their local local honey, and then we'll we'll taste it, see if it meets our standards, and then uh, we'll use some of their honey as well. Now, so it's become a, a movement in Southern Iowa, not only to support Revels Distilling Company, but Also, uh, to support our uh, feeder company for our honey to our whiskey and uh, honey vodka, the, uh, um, the Iowa honey company.
1: Yeah. Uh, And that all, that all goes into your, into your spirits and stuff too. So it's, it's not only, uh, made right here in Iowa for the, for the, for the liquor, but are for the spirits, but you also have the honey going in there. So everything's Iowa made. It's awesome. Huh?
2: It is and you can buy that uh that honey uh in our retail shop down uh shh, in our tasting room. Shh, shh,
1: don't be telling people that. I can every know, time I, not,
2: every time I, I go down there you're sold out. I know I'm tr- I'm trying to hold back um, the outdoor <laughs> dan uh reserve for you and your wife. Yeah,
1: you're going to get me in trouble, man. Every time I go down there and I come home empty-handed, I get I get beat, man. I'm just uh, She loves that stuff. It's great. It's great honey. It really is. 817 and some change here on 1350 ESPN. Can you guys hold over for me? I want to talk about some of the venues that you got going on down there. Can we do that? Absolutely. All right. Christy, can you hang?
0: I'm here. You got me. All
1: right. We'll be right back on 1350 ESPN. You're listening to Outdoors Dan on
2: 1350 ESPN. Go beer on Friday night. All right, welcome
1: back to Waking Up the Outdoors at Outdoors Day on 1350 ESPN. Hope everyone's having a great Saturday morning all across the good old USA. And my guests are the Taylors from Revelton Distillery down there in Osceola. And super nice people. And we are just kind of chatting about the success of the opening. It's been six months now. You can't miss them. They're right off the highway. And, uh, you know, you, I know this is going to sound crazy, but you guys are a family-friendly uh, venue. I, you know, I don't know how many places that sell spirits can say that Rob.
2: Yeah. When we built uh, when we built the distillery in the tasting room, we wanted to make sure that we could uh, cater to everyone in the community. Uh, and, for, and so whether it be a, a mom on a Friday night, uh, having a cocktail with her girlfriends um, or a, a grandparent coming in with uh, their entire extended family, we wanted to make sure to be family friendly. So Not only do we sell great spirits, but we also make a non-alcoholic root beer, our Revelton root beer, that you can only buy at the the distillery on site. Um, And part of the reason we did that is because we wanted to make sure that people that didn't want to consume alcohol could still come in and listen to live music and uh, kick back and relax, and uh, especially for kids. uh, I I haven't met a kid yet that doesn't like a good old-fashioned root beer, so um, that's part of the reason why we did it.
1: Hey, I'm 57 and I like a good old fashioned root beer. Actually, we just gave some root beer away on the air. Was that last week? Last week we gave a, and we got a couple more to give out, uh, here in the next, in the next month, but that root beer rocks. I don't, I don't, do you do that in house or do you have somebody do that for you? Uh,
2: we actually partner with our good friend, Megan McKay at, uh, um, at Peachtree Brewery in Knoxville and, uh, her team and our team makes, make that, uh, up and, uh, she does a phenomenal job and I make a trip over to her place about once a month to pick up, uh, two more pallets of it and bring back. Yeah. So it's, um, it's been a good partnership and Megan, if, if, uh, your audience has never been to her place in, uh, in Knoxville, she's got an incredible brewery and has outdoor, uh, music and a patio. And, uh, she's just been a good partner and somebody that I've known a long time.
1: Yeah. I, it's, it's really a really good root beer. Um, I, I enjoyed a lot. Now, one of the things that when I first, when you first started talking to me about doing this, uh, and I told this, and I think you you will remember me saying this, I don't know how many wild game dinners I've been to over the last twenty years since I moved to Iowa, and and in the twenty five years I've been doing the show down in St. Louis as well, I go to quite a bit of dinners. Now, when we had the pandemic, that kind of shut down, but we're getting back into that full stream now, but. I don't know how many times I saw different spirits going in on the live auction that people just went nuts over. One was a local company. I, I'm not going to mention them, but um, they they were always a well sought after auction item. And we got the Beast Feast coming up on July 24th. And Rob, are we still good? Or did you save that first run stuff for us?
2: I did say that first run. Now, legally, the way that this works is that's actually Robin Christie Taylor that is uh, that has purchased that first run and donating to uh, to your Beast Feast because one of the laws in Iowa says that uh, while a winery and a brewery can uh, can donate, uh, if I recall, distilleries can't directly donate alcohol to events. So uh, that's part of the reason why Robin Christie Taylor have uh, stepped up and we have bought that for you uh, to donate, uh, to the beast feast. And, uh, um, we're, we're, I we're mean, happy to do so. We're happy to do so. And you, of course, Dan, we support you however we can.
1: Well, uh, and I appreciate it. Would you please tell them fine folks? Thank you for me.
2: <laughs> absolutely well, they, they, can. they have acknowledged that and uh, they feel the same
1: <laughs> i think we're talking in like the fifth person here for some reason yes, I, I,
2: think so. I don't know what we're doing but okay, i'm just gonna go with it
1: okay but you absolutely. know but no i'm serious uh you know you guys i mean i can't think of for all the folks out there that are on conservation commissions or committees I would be driving down to Osceola to Revelton and I would be talking to the tailors down there and I would be trying to get that on my live auction stuff because I, you know, I, it, w- it probably won't be a first run thing because they're probably out of that by now. But, um, I can't think of a, of a if you get a, a Revelton assortment, I mean, that is going to bring in some money. I mean, that stuff is that stuff not only has a great taste, but it's, it's a, it's just a good product and it's Iowa-made, and people tend to bid up and flip out on Iowa-made stuff, guys.
2: Yeah, we um, we feel, feel really blessed there, Dan. And, uh, the, again, the grassroots support that we've gotten from uh, people from all over Iowa and, quite frankly, all over the United States has been um, humbling. Uh, one of the things that we belong to now uh, that many people have never heard of, we didn't hear about it until uh, about three months ago, is uh, where – what what at the venue, we're, we're called a harvest host. So Mm -hmm. if you could imagine an Airbnb for RVs, um, that's what it is. And so on any given night, we have one to two campers that camp out in our parking lot and we give them, um, the freedom to, uh, park in our parking lot overnight and we don't charge them anything, uh, to, to stay. Uh, the only requirement that harvest host has is that, they spend a minimum of 25 or 30 dollars inside of your facility so we have people that are coming camping overnight buying our product and distributing it quite frankly uh, or sharing it with people from all over the united states so well it's been, that's been a good program for us too th-
1: i think that's awesome it really is now hey let's talk a little bit about some of the live stuff you guys got going on you just didn't you just do like a um a weekend concert deal was that like we, last week or the week before
0: well, over Memorial Weekend we had music all three days. Yeah. Um, and now over the summer, from now till uh, till October, we have music every Saturday. That's um it. Yeah. So, for instance, we have Mason's Basement playing down there this afternoon, um, and we've got a variety. We try and do, you know, local artists, kind of the the Central Iowa region artists, and we've got so many talented musicians around here. We're just super thrilled to be able to have them. They come in and they they set up and they they play in the afternoon and. Uh, People get to come in, sit down, have a cocktail and listen to live music. And it's just awesome.
1: Okay. Can I make a suggestion, please? Of course. Okay. I, my wife and I got married on Halloween. So I, we love Halloween and I'm a little selfish on this because Halloween is, it's one of my, well, growing up when I was a kid, I loved Halloween, but Halloween is also the, the start of the peak of the rut. So being a bow hunter, it's got a double love affair in my heart right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, there you go. So, but can we, can we do like a Halloween bash at, at Revelton if not this year, next year and, you know, have some live mu- music and, uh, and just Halloween it up. I think that would be awesome.
2: Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll start working towards that, Dan. I think that's a great idea. We'd love it.
1: Yeah. Maybe get the mummies to come out and play.
2: Here come no, the no, mummies! No, 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 no. Awesome group. I, I, I don't know if I can promise. It, it, it that. May, that, that may not be a family friendly party then.
1: Well, I'm more of a country guy, but my wife, she the one of the when we started dating, she played uh, the Here Come the Mummies or what? It's a it's a their funk band or something. Yeah, they're yeah they're awesome. And, and uh, it was that what is that song? Do you believe in ma- or magic or whatever? It, it yeah, it, it's a good song, and it's like, well, those guys are dressed as mummies. She goes, yeah, they're the mummies. I said, oh, come on. I thought she was teasing me, but I love Halloween. I'm a big kid at heart, and I, I think that would be a great bash at Revelton. I think that'd be a lot of fun.
2: Well, uh, Halloween's actually falls on a Sunday this year. We're looking at the calendar right now. so um,
0: We might be able to make that happen.
2: Yeah.
1: All right, well, we'll talk about that because maybe get some country bands and, and uh, you know have like a country Halloween fest or something down there. I, I think that would be a big deal.
2: Yeah. Um, And when we're talking about uh, venues and music as well, I just wanted to remind you and your audience that, uh, number one, uh, we generally have a food truck in our parking lot um, on most of our Saturdays that we have live music as well. Uh, This week is an exception. We don't have uh, a food truck this week. But if there is anybody in the audience that uh, has that type of business, have them contact us. Um, We'd be interested in and sign signing in with those guys as well as anybody that has a band or plays music. Um, we're always signing people up nearly every day. So we'd love to have them, uh, come down and talk to us.
1: Okay. Now I don't know if, if I don't think a lot of folks know this either. One of the byproducts from what you guys are doing at the distillery is going, uh, that cows, cows across Iowa are flipping out over. Can you tell everybody <laughs> about this? Cause I thought this was amazing.
2: Yeah, so for the last uh, two months, we've actually been uh, geared up nearly every day making bourbon um, to age as well as now this week we're starting to uh, flip over to our rye whiskey. And uh, so that, that product actually comes down through our column still where we strip the alcohol off of that, that mash. Well, that spent mash, the same farmer that grinds my, my, my grain uh, to turn into a fermented product uh, to make whiskey, is also the same farmer that hauls that spent mash away. So, um, leftover
0: the, the
2: leftover uh, liquid is uh, a wonderful food source, and so I'm I'm literally giving it back to him to feed to his cattle, and so they are absolutely going uh, bonkers over it. They absolutely love our product.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking there's a revenue stream in there somewhere, guys. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, yes, there is. Yes, there is. There is. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I'm
1: Uh, I mean, who wouldn't want mash-fed corn or beef? I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be, what talk about a flavorful cow.
2: Absolutely. And we've also got uh, a a number of pig farmers that we've uh, been meeting with as well that's very interested in uh, feeding that spent mash to their their pigs. So we'll have a a whiskey pig and a a bourbon cow. So, Yeah. um, yeah, it's at the end of the day our farming community uh, has been incredibly supportive in the clark county and decatur county area and um yeah while we could charge to have that spent mash taken away quite frankly we we would prefer it taken away and and fed to to livestock rather than going down the drain just to be environmentally friendly
1: yeah no well, i think that's you guys are doing a lot of great things down there and I, I wish more people would find out about it. Cause, uh, you, you both have done some great stuff in the community for years, like I said earlier, and, and, uh, you're, you're two of my favorite people and I just appreciate you and, and thank you for being part of our show. We, we were honored to have Revelton come on board as a partner and, uh, we, you know, listen, I'm excited for you, di- for you guys. And, uh, I, I'm going to continue to watch you grow.
2: Thanks, Dan. Um, one last thing, uh, I think you've been plugging us on your, on your podcast as well, but uh, father's Day's coming up real soon. So we've got some father's day stuff down at the distillery that, uh, somebody needs a, an unusual or a really good father's day gift. We'd, we'd love to help them out.
1: Well, no, I, you got great father's day stuff down there and, and you got some great swag too. I mean, clothing and, and decanters and, uh, what do they call those little things you carry in your pocket flask? You guys got, you guys got a whole bunch of stuff down there would make a great gift for
2: dad. Yeah. Thanks
1: so much, Dan. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Hey, Christy, I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're keeping him in line. Uh, well, I don't know. I'd go that far, but I'm
0: giving it my best shot. So. <laughs>
2: He's going that far. Uh, you, you, you <laughs>
1: know what? I love watching you, t- you guys together. You guys, you guys are a great team and thank you for doing some great stuff down there in uh, Southern Iowa. And we'll, uh, can we get you back on before the fall?
2: Heck yeah. Yeah, let's, daytime, Dan.
1: yeah. We'll get you, we'll get you back on around the holidays and uh, we'll find out what's going on. And let's work on that Halloween thing.
0: I love it. I love it. All right. Sounds great.
1: All right. Hey, tell everybody where they can find you.
2: Uh, right off of I-35, uh, directly south of Des Moines. I take the Lakeside Casino exit. And rather than turn right to go to the casino, turn left and uh, we're on the east side of the interstate right off the bridge.
1: And you can also check them out. You got a website?
2: Yep, uh, reveltondc.com.
1: And Facebook?
2: Uh, Facebook is at Revelton DC.
1: All right, there you go. You guys have an amazing weekend, and thanks for everything. Thanks, Dan. See you guys. There they go, the tailors. Good good folks right there at Revelton Distillery in Osceola. 8.34 and some change. I'll be right back on
0: 1350 ESPN. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Wait. Oh, yes, wait the a- Postman, hey 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 mr bozeman you, you've
2: got mail you've got mail you've got mail
1: i need all of you to stop what you're
3: doing
0: and listen you got mail
3: here's the mail it never fails it makes me
2: wanna wag my tail when it comes i wanna will yeah.
1: All right, welcome back. We got mail uh, brought to you by Darren Islander, American Family Insurance in Ankeny. If you need a quote, Darren will help you out there. Call him Elvis. He likes that. He's an Elvis impersonator. Uh, this week's question is from Shane Williams. Uh, Dan, what's the best deer call to use each or early season? Honestly, whatever works. <laughs> I'll do grunt. I'll grunt. Um, I'll do some doe bleats once in a while. I don't. I don't call a ton. Um, I know Larry does Larry McCoy off respect to game TV Larry grunts a lot um, you know what if you see it, the way I look at it I try to be as quiet as I can when I'm in the stand but if I see a buck coming in or out and he's gonna leave my shooting area I'll grab my dual call and I'll I'll do some tendering grunts um, or I'll do a little bit of a uh, like a short growl um, and I've I watch the reaction of the deer if their ears go to alert I don't call anymore because they're looking for that sound. Deer are very curious critters. So if you can hit them a couple times, chances are sometimes they'll come in and investigate that noise. But uh, that's what usually works the best for me early season. Now, when I'm, when it's uh, Halloween, like we were talking with Rob and Christy, when the rut's getting going, I, I use the grunt call a lot. I'll rattle and grunt. And uh, I called in five different shooters last year doing that decoy with my decoy. So grunt calls are great, but uh, early season, I would just do some tendering grunts and a little couple short growls, and uh, you should be good. He also wants to know what trail cameras do you use. I use the Tacticam Reveal Xs this year. That's what I'm going to be using. Uh, the regular reveal that came out last year, I've got two or three of those, so I'll be using both of those. So, Shane, you're going to get a WorkSharp sharpening system. If you want to do that, uh, get one. Just go to outdoorsdan.com, look for the little cartoon mailbox. Check on that, and it'll bring my email up. And if you uh, send me that and your name, address, and phone number, and I read it on the air, you're going to win as well. Charles, hey, buddy, do you, have you given any more thought to doing the show on YouTube instead of Facebook? I'm still looking into it, Charles, but thanks for asking, buddy. Uh, let's see. Uh, told you about that. told you about that. Uh, well, Andrew's over there having a five-minute conversation with our guest. Uh, let me tell you about Herman's Fine Jewelers. Donnie and Frank, they got it going on over there on University. I tell you, who they would love Revelton. They like, they like, uh, they would like a, a nice, nice cocktail in the evening. I can tell you that right now. Hey, listen, they've got over ten thousand diamonds and mountings and stocks. They've been helping people for thirty nine years. If you are looking for something special, you know Father's Day uh, is coming up. You want to get Dad something, or if you got an anniversary, or if you're getting engaged, Herman's twenty nine hundred University Avenue and was over there in West Des Moines. You can call them at 222-2600. They've been helping people for a long time, and they care about their customers. They've got on-site jewelry repair. They can even do custom jewelry. Uh, now, for you can't see this on the radio, but for all my buddies on Facebook Live that are watching me right now, see my elk, my, that's my elk ivory. See, I had a cross pendant made. Donnie and, and, uh, and Frank did that at Herman's. They custom made it for me, and I love it. I wear it every day. So they can do that for you. So Herman's Fine Jewelers, tell them for uh, thank you for supporting the show, and I promise you, once you get over there, you'll see why they've been in business for a long, long time. Let's go see what Smelter's doing. Smoking Joe, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. You don't have anything to sell? Okay. Good having you on, Joe. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>
3: Catch you next week. Same story. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I I remember when we had vehicles. Yeah. Yeah.
3: You know, I've been gone all week. I just was telling Andrew that uh, I was up in northern Minnesota. I got back late yesterday from fishing.
1: Where was you at? And where, I was just up there.
3: I know you were. I, my father-in-law has been going to uh, Lake Cabotogama for 20-plus years. Yeah. That's a good lake. Uh, not this year.
1: <laughs> oh, you didn't catch any
3: fish? <laughs> so we went there for a week, and there was me, my father-in-law, and his brother. And we caught probably maybe 30 fish the entire week between the three of us.
1: What was you using?
3: Everything. Really? I went through my entire tackle box.
1: What kind of line did you have on?
3: <clears throat> uh, it was 10-pound or ten pound line, clear line from Sportsman's that I got.
1: Was it mono or fluorocarbon? Mono. Hmm. Man, I don't know what to tell you, Joey. Because I, I know, I think I, I'm not bragging, so please don't take it that way. But I, I think I caught over 150 walleye last week, man. Did
3: you really? Yeah, we were. They usually have luck like that, but it was, not, it was about 90 degrees every day, and, and we would start fishing at 536 in the morning,
1: just okay. you know, so it's cooler. I was up there a couple days ahead of you then, because mm-hmm. the lat when I came home was when it was 100 degrees.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. But and before then. Uh, Gary and I would go out, I would go out in the mornings by myself. And then Gary, uh, we'd, we'd fish from, uh, three 30 till dark, but I mean yeah. the, the evening by, well, I caught that, I caught that, uh, 27, 28 inch fish in the morning. Okay. Uh, but the, the most of the fish, uh, were in the, e- in the, in the afternoon to the evening, but sure. yeah, yep. I, and it's, I wouldn't have caught them if Gary, you know, Gary already kind of knew where they were. Um, sure. I found, a, I found some on my live scope and stuff, but uh, we were using spotted shiners on a jig, yep. and then I was using those four-inch Old Faithful Bojangle minnows, um, and I—I I mean, I—we caught a lot of fish. I mean, it, and it, I'm not saying it was skill. Like I said earlier, it was luck. Sure. But yeah, uh, you know, it's like I, Joe. I mean, I don't. I can count on one hand how many times I've had fish fishing like that. You know, usually up there fishing's good. Yeah. But, I mean, that was on life. fire. That was total, yep. That was off the hook, man.
3: Yeah, it was. It was just a super hot. And they had a massive uh, perch hatching last year, yeah, and I mean, there was millions and millions of perch on every bank that we saw. I mean, it was flooded. And so everybody thought that all the fish were feeding off of these perch and then just going to the deep end because it was so hot out. And then we would go fish twenty, thirty, forty feet, and we would track them on my father-in-law's screen and, we couldn't get them to buy. I mean, we came home a day early just because the weather was bad yesterday. Yeah. So we're like, you know, might as well just drive rather than, you know, not catch any fish and then pack in the rain. So, but, um, but you know, it's fishing. So we had a good time now.
1: Hey, have you taken your wife down to Revelton and Osceola yet?
3: I have not, no. You need to do that.
1: Okay. Yeah. They, they uh. come I, off
3: today and tomorrow, so we'll figure something out.
1: I, I you know, and, the, uh, for your, you know, they got root beer for the kids. Ooh. So, yeah, but uh their root beer, their root beer is off the charts. But uh go down there and check it out. i bet you I bet your wife uh does she like uh mudslides or does she like anything like that? She does. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, they got a whiskey and cream liqueur that they can do a mudslide Ooh. with and uh, it's off the hook, man.
3: You have to go try it out.
1: Yeah, you you'll you'll like it. I think you should talk to the tailors and maybe say for every new truck, you know, you get a Revelton moment. <laughs>
3: Do a Every little, new truck that will be here in a couple months.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, pre order. Get the vehicle you've always wanted. Pre order. That's right.
3: Yep. Yep. Yeah. I've heard, things are getting a little bit better. I mean, some more vehicles have started to arrive at the dealership, so I've been catching up on the emails and stuff like that since I got back. So, but, but, um, uh, it'll get better over time.
1: So. What, what are they telling you on the chips and stuff? Are they getting, are they starting to get caught up?
3: Uh, they're starting to work on them. I know that. They, they, so, there's a Colorado plant down in Wentzville, Missouri, and they uh, they build the Colorado there, the express van, and the canyon, and uh, they're actually shutting the plant down for eight weeks, and they're taking all of those employees, and they're taking them to wherever the vehicles are that need chips. So, those employees are going to kind of transition their their type of work over to help, helping them catch up on the chip situation. Yeah. So we're starting to see some come off of the microchip list faster than we anticipated. So, I mean, it's, it's getting a little bit better, but we still have room to move on making it way better. So.
1: Okay. Hey, I want to thank Carl Chevrolet collision center. I took Jenny's uh, Equinox over oh, there. Oh, that's
3: right. Yep. yeah. Yep.
1: I want to thank them. They did a great job on, uh, awesome. I bet if you don't know what I'm talking about, folks, I accidentally backed into my wife's car with my trailer um Come on, man. yeah that's what she said <laughs> and uh and uh i got uh I got, <laughs> I got got to get i had to get it fixed and you can't even tell i mean it's flaw, it's like brand new so thanks to everybody at the collision center for getting me what out of he's, trouble
3: he's telling you folks is he actually bought our new equinox instead no oh,
1: i no, did not it's the same one thank you <laughs> don't be fibbing they did a great job so thank you
3: awesome well we, we greatly appreciate it and glad things uh, went smooth for you and here to help out in that area too so. All
1: right. Well, hey, if you want to pre-order a vehicle or if you got a used car, they they'll give you a lot of money, a lot of money for your vehicle right now. A lot right of now. money. A lot of money. Go yep. see go where they can find you and Mr. Smilza. I'll
3: be back all next week 1101 Southeast or a Labor at the Rock. All
1: right, Joey. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Anytime, hey, thanks, buddy. I'm serious. Yeah. Go down and go down and see Christy and uh and Rob Rob, Rob down at the uh, at Revelton. I think you guys will like that. Revelton. Yep. R U or R E? Re- Revelton, Got it. Yeah. Revelton distillery. It's right, right across from the casino. You first exit going, when you're Ooh, going perfect. down south to Osceola, take the first exit, go across, back across the highway. And yep, they're right there. exactly on, what you're talking about. Yeah. They're right there on the right, man. It's a beautiful place. Sounds good, buddy. All right. Thanks, Joe.
3: Anytime. Thank you.
1: There he goes. Smoking Joe Smelter. I'm going to take this last break and then we're doing trivia. We'll be right back. I remember when I could broadcast and make sense. Yeah, it was a good day. This is Outdoors Dam on Des Moines Sports Leader 1350 ESPN. All right, that sound to mean only one thing the most anticipated underrated trivia challenge is on deck. If you haven't won in the last 30 days, light them up, 244-1350, 244-1350. It's brought to you by the fine folks at Advanced Family Dentistry, Dr. Scott Obi-Wan kenobi if you need dental work, I do. I'm going to the dentist Wednesday. I get to go see him. Crown and a cavity. I know it already. I'm going to have to have a crown and a cavity filled. So if you need to have any kind of work done, if you're new to the area or just looking for a new dentist, I want you to find the folks over there at 907 North Ankeny Boulevard, in Ankeny, Iowa. 964-1490, 964-1490 or anytime at Ankenysmiles.com. They are some of the nicest people out there. And once you go there... You're going to be hooked on Advanced Family Dentistry. They'll take great care of you. They do myself every day. Tell them Outdoors Dan sent you. There you go. Advanced Family Dentistry. All right. Let's see who we got. I'm waiting on Andrew. So let's just go. Who we got? Who we got? Uh, Dave. Let's go, Dave. How you doing, Dave? Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Dan. Dave, I've got a ready, tra- I've got that CampRite uh, tray chair table system, or I've got a WorkSharp sharpener. What would you like? How about the camp right? You want, all right. Well, who's whose birthday is it Monday? Oh. I just said it. I just said it like 10 seconds ago, Dave. And I
2: missed it as I was just kidding my phone. <laughs> oh,
1: all right, Dave. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Thanks, thanks Dave. Then. All right. Who's next? All right. Let's see. Well, just put him on the air. Hi, this is Dan. Who's this? This is JJ. JJ, whose birthday is it Monday? Your son's. Ah, ding, ding, ding. You want the, you want the camp right, ready trade chair table, or you want a work sharp sharpener? Yeah, i think the sharpener. You want the sharpener? Yeah. How old is he going to be? 21. You know what? I'm going to give you both. Awesome. How about that? Oh, uh, cool. All right. We'll call you back here. Uh, hey, don't, hey, don't hang up. Stay on the line. No. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for us, folks. We'll be back next week. Till then, God bless. We're all in it together. We'll see you on 1350 ESPN. Goodbye.